And this is a recipe I've made for my own potlucks and they disappear right away. They, you know, there's never any leftovers. So I know that other people like them. Oh my, spicy. Yeah, well it depends on the jalapeno, right? Because jal they can be mild and they can be spicier depending on how they're grown. Welcome to the Plant-Based DFW Podcast Weekly Show with Dr. Riz and Maya, a show broadcasted from the Dallas-Fort Worth area that focuses on lifestyle medicine. This show is for you, the person who is seeking to improve your overall wellness and quality of life. So whether you are driving, walking, or relaxing at home, we hope this show will provide you one more tool for your wellness toolbox. Let's meet today's podcast guest. So friends, welcome back to another episode of the Plant-Based DFW Podcast Show. This is Maya. Okay, so I have sort of a new segment for you. I did a live stream last week with Michelle Tree, and this is what you'll hear in this episode. So I'm thinking about calling the segment something like Cook with Maya, and you'll be able to listen as you're driving or while you're in the kitchen. You can also cook with the audio version. Today, Michelle and I will be cooking cheesy jalapeno poppers. For this, you will need 12 to 14 jalapeno peppers that are half seeded and the ribs will be removed, one and a half cups of chickpeas drained and rinsed, one 15 ounce package of the extra firm tofu, three tablespoons of apple cider vinegar, three garlic cloves, two tablespoons of white miso paste, one and a half teaspoon of smoked paprika, two teaspoons of onion powder, and a half cup of nutritional yeast flakes. For garnishing, you'll have a quarter of a cup of the panko bread crumbs, or you can make your own, and half a teaspoon of smoked paprika. So Michelle Tree is a pod leader of plant-based living Winnipeg in Canada. She is a passionate food educator and animal advocate who believes in the power of whole foods to transform communities. Since founding the group in 2016, Michelle has grown her group to over 1,400 members, has hosted over 40 potlucks and meetups, held rallies and campaigned for and spoken publicly about the benefits of a plant-based diet. Taking advantage of the opportunities for education, Michelle has completed the Certificate in Plant-Based Nutrition from eCornell and the Moving Medicine Forward Masterclass in Plant-Based Clinical Nutrition. Michelle is also a member of PAC. That is the pot advisory committee that's put together by Plant Pure Communities to help reignite pod leaders throughout the world. And so finally, because of that, I had the opportunity to interview her as well. And that interview will be released in the near future. The show notes for this episode can be found on our website, plantbaseddfwpodcast.com. This is episode 131. And also, if you'd like to view the actual video of us cooking together, go to episode 131 or go to our YouTube channel, that's plant-based DFW. I hope you enjoy. Okay, well, I have made this recipe probably three or four times, I think. Um, I've made them for potlucks. And why I chose this one is I wanted to choose something from the Plant Pure Chef uh, website that's online that we can share. But um, also because I'm like, I'm a big fan of Kim Campbell, who's um, Nelson Campbell's wife. And she has two cookbooks. So you can see them here. They're my favorite. This is Plant Pure Kitchen and 
plant carnations. I was not much of a cook. I really didn't know what I was going to be making. I took out every book that they had on whole food plant-based eating. This is the only, or this one was the only one that was out at the time, but um, it's her first book. And I got this. And then I decided that the books that I use the most in the library, uh, then I would buy them. And so this was the first book I bought. And it's probably the most used book in my house. My mom loves this book. It, we've, we love the recipes in it. And so I, I think what I love about them is that they're pretty simple. Um, you know, they're obviously delicious. And um, I think they're great for beginners. So I'm always recommending them. So I wanted to pick something off her website that we could share. And this is a recipe I've made for my own potlucks. And they disappear right away. They, you know, there's never any leftovers. So I know that other people like them. I actually jumped ahead and did my mix last night basically because I have a puppy in my home I don't have a dog sitter which is why I'm a little behind on this whole production thing but I didn't he's sleeping right now and I didn't want to get him barking and going so I did a taste test of it all last night I ran it through because I had never prepared this recipe and since Michelle said that she has done it a few times I thought well it's got to be a good recipe and so my husband tasted them last night and I'm going to actually be preparing some too right now and he was like delicious and spicy. <laughs> I made these for a potluck. Uh, to me jalapenos are not that spicy. I weed a lot of hot sauce in this house and we like spicy food. Um, but when I brought them to the potluck, I realized not everyone um, finds that. Every, some people, to jalapeno is, even though it's one of the more mild peppers, I think it's like, um, you know, 2,500 Scovilles or whatever the, the measurement is. But uh, a lot of people did find them spicy. So the next time I made them for the potluck, and I've got one here, I just used um, some red peppers, regular uh, red peppers, and I cut them into strips that are about the size of half a jalapeno. And I filled those. I, my thinking was, oh, they'll be for the kids. But um, there's a lot of adults who don't like spice too. And so it's helpful if you're making them for a group of people, if you use a variety of peppers. You can get little um, red sweet peppers as well. And probably down, if you're from Texas, um, there's a lot more, probably a lot more variety of peppers down there because, uh, you know, peppers really are uh, grown mostly in Mexico, and if they're in the States, it's mostly Texas. So um, I looked that up last night to find out. And then I wore my Mexican dress because I feel like it's a theme kind of thing happening. I feel like this is like a Mexican recipe with the jalapenos. Although we f it feels like we're in Mexico right now because it's been so hot here in Winnipeg, which is unusual. And um, people who are, we're at the end of our growing season here and uh, I'm in a lot of garden groups and there's a Manitoba vegetable gardeners group and I hear the best crops that have done well this year have been the peppers. So a lot of people, jalapenos are a great thing to grow. They, they, you get lots on a plant and uh, with this hot weather we've been happening, it's, uh, it's good. In, and even in Winnipeg, you can grow a lot of hot peppers, but yeah, so that's what I, that's what I do with the, the heat level and making sure Everybody can uh, enjoy them and not, uh, you know, not burn their mouth if they're not into it. And the other thing that's important is as like what I'm doing right now is I'm cutting them in half and I'm taking out all the seeds and in the inside. So that's really, that's a lot of the heat right there. And I'll discard that, but I'm very careful to not get it too much on my fingers. My mom has these little spoons. They're for grapefruit. And I don't know if you can see. It's got little... Um, edges and it, so it's meant for grapefruit so it's you can scoop out the grapefruit but they're really good for scooping up the seeds out of the jalapeno so that's a handy little tool if you happen to have one in your house or you can buy them but yeah so that's uh 
that's just what I'm doing right now. I'm almost done uh, cutting up my jalapenos and I'll put them on the pan. You just mentioned the jalapenos coming from Texas and the season and everything. So I forgot to bring my measuring tape, but I look at the size of these jalapenos. Oh my God. I'm used to seeing them a lot smaller, I guess, when they're not in season. So um, the recipe calls for having about 12 of them. And I got about 10 because they're so big. And I thought, when are we going to eat so many of these? And I just cut about four of them for right now because I'm going to use my toaster oven. So I, I'm interested in seeing how Michelle cooks because her family is a little bit um, bigger than mine. It's just myself and my husband. So a lot of times I don't use our oven. I use our toaster oven. And so I'll be cooking using this little tray. And uh, uh, your, it, the recipe also calls for having like a silicone pad. Instead of doing that, because it is stainless steel, I went ahead last night when I tested these out and put the jalapenos directly on here and then it kind of cooked the outside skin a little bit better than when I tried it with the silicone pad. So every, you know, it, it could be my toaster oven as well. And so that's what I'm doing right now. Also, if you're the kind of person that just doesn't read instructions right <laughs> correctly, I put the um, <clears throat> paprika in the entire mix so it's even spicier. I'm about to remove the seeds just like Michelle is doing. So I'm going to switch back over and to Michelle while I put on my gloves because I do wear contacts. I touch my eyes often and I will be peeling the jalapenos. And if you want to share anything else with us, Michelle, while I do that real quick. I do have a couple things to share about this recipe. Now, Maya mentioned that her husband thought that um, the mixture tasted like uh, hummus. And that's because it's made with chickpeas. So it is very similar to hummus. We're putting uh, garlic in and, um, you know, some people might even put a little miso paste in there. Hummus, who knows? But um, you can also make this recipe like to, with, with what you have on hand, white beans, like any kind of white bean also works. Um, it will a slightly different flavor, but it, it actually works fine. I did it recently with a can of white navy beans. So if that's what you have on hand. Um, and the other thing I'll mention about the beans is that when I started off uh, cooking whole food plant-based and we were using beans, I mean, I wasn't a person who used beans previously. I just bought the canned beans. And I did that probably for the first four years that you're we cooking like this. Um, but as we got, you know, we started using them a lot more. And one thing that you will hear about a lot in the whole food plant-based world is the Instant Pot. And I think you can kind of see it over there in the corner. Um, I've got an Instant Pot. And I buy my beans dried now. I usually, I do have some canned beans in the cupboard if I want to make something and I haven't previously prepared the beans. But I have prepared my chickpeas. Um, I made a bunch of them in the Instant Pot. I actually had two containers like this and one container is already gone because my husband likes them. Um, and the and the other thing, speaking of him, is the what you can you know this recipe does make quite a bit of filling, and if you don't want that many jalapenos, or you even if you have twelve or fourteen jalapenos and they're not that big, and you fill them and you still have leftovers, um, it's a it's an awesome recipe. It's really versatile, and what we do with it in our house, it'll keep for three or four days in the fridge. Um, we actually use it as a sandwich filling. So my husband, yesterday, I made, I made some for him and I uh, added some dill weed to it, some salt and pepper, and um, I just put it on some bread. So um, with a tomato and some lettuce, and it was a beautiful sandwich. So you can, 
you can make a lot of lot out of this recipe if you make it to take somewhere and then you have that extra then you might have lunch the next day with uh, some sandwich filling so that's another great use for this recipe and another reason why it's so good it's an easy recipe to make so i'm so i'm just cutting my garlic now i've already so now i've got i've got my peppers so i'll just show you this is the amount of peppers that i've made um, I'm just going to put these over here on the oven. My oven is on. It's set at 425, so that's uh, what you have to have the oven at. And um, I've got three cloves of garlic. Now, if you're a garlic lover like we are, we might put an extra clove or two in it, or depending on how big your cloves are as well. But I'm just going to pop those into um, my uh, food processor. And there we go. And now, and now we'll start getting um, the other ingredients together. So uh, one of the main ingredients is tofu. Now I've got, I wanted to show you uh, those people who are in Manitoba. I don't know what brands are down in Texas, but this, I buy this brand quite often and this particular one because it's, it's pressed. Um, so it means that the water is already squeezed out of it. And, and when I'm making like tofu bacon and things like that, I find it really handy because I don't have to pre-press it. it just, I can just slice it up or put it into cubes and it, and it makes a good, it's already got a good texture to it. Um, but if you buy the, the regular sort of blocks also, which we also do, um, you can press the water out. It's not super necessary for this recipe because the extra moisture is just going to go into the, uh, you know, the filling, um, but I did pre-press this and I only just put it into the press uh, not that long before we started and it's already, um, you can see how much water is in there. And uh, so if, I mean, these presses aren't aren't easy to find. They're not in at all the stores, not here anyways. Uh, we ordered ours online. They are a little pricey. You can also press your tofu. You can use a couple plates and a, and a couple of books and you can just press your tofu. And that's what a lot of people do. They make their own between two cutting boards or whatever. Um, but it is helpful to, to just squeeze the water out so that I've already done that. I'll pour the water out and then I'll put it all into my food processor. How you doing, Maya? I'm doing great. I'm liking all the tips that you're sharing. I like your press and actually I have a bamboo press that I have in storage because I've been moving things around and decluttering my home. So I've thrown my three garlic cloves in my food processor already and I'm going to get my other stuff ready. So we are using, um, you know, we need some onion powder, um, some miso paste. And this is this is the brand, again, I'll show you brands because in Winnipeg, um, people who are watching them might find that helpful. This is the brand that I prefer to get. Um, there, I used to be able to find a chickpea miso, a white chickpea miso that was excellent. It was organic and I bought it at a store called Vita Health. Um, they're not carrying it anymore. So I bought this one there and this is about like $6.50 for this container, but it does last you a long time. Um, but at the grocery stores often you'll find um, these in the international aisle. And so um, this is also usable, but uh, why I prefer this one, obviously it's organic, um, but it also has less salt. So this is, this is a little higher in sodium, which if you're trying to avoid a lot of sodium in your diet, then um, maybe not as good, but not, it's fine. It's fine to use. So this is just probably a little bit, probably this is like about half the amount of sodium in this brand. So that's why I prefer it. And we also are going to be using nutritional yeast. So if anyone who doesn't know what nutritional yeast is, um, it's a staple. So get used to it. Um, it goes in everything. That's what's going to give us the cheesy flavor in our dish today. And we're going to use, I think it's half a cup of 
of, uh, of nutritional yeast to get it to that cheesy flavor. And we, you'll also need uh, apple cider vinegar. So that um, we're going to put that in into the recipe and um, some smoked paprika. And, I, and how Maya said that it went into the recipe, I actually think it does go in the recipe and you can also use it on top for garnish. So you can put it in and then you can just sprinkle a little on top because it looks pretty. Um, but again, that if you don't like a lot of hot, not, not that it's really hot, but um, everyone's different. So I've, I've, and I've got my chickpeas, so I'm kind of ready to go. So I'm going to start measuring stuff out. Um, and putting it all into the food processor. The garlic cloves are in. Now I'm doing one and a half cups of chickpeas. So um, I'm just gonna eyeball the half cup instead of using another half, another tool here. Um, so there's my one and a half cups of chickpeas. And now I want uh, three tablespoons of apple cider vinegar. So I'm gonna shake it up because this is the kind, this is a really good kind, it's organic and it's got the mother in it. I think that's what they how they refer to it. Um, and so just to, Get that in and I want three tablespoons of that so I'm going to measure my three tablespoons as it goes in one two three the vinegar gives it a little zing two tablespoons of the miso paste so so again I'm going to use that and I'll just plunk in the, the miso paste here that's what two tablespoons I, I like the taste of miso paste so I might even go a bit heavy on that but you, you can play around these things. I mean, every recipe you make, once you've made it once, then you can adjust your quantities to your own taste level. Okay, and then and then we're gonna use half a cup of the nutritional yeast. So again, I'm just gonna eyeball that here. Got half a cup. Okay, so there's my half a cup of nutritional yeast. I buy my nutritional yeast at Bulk Barn, so those people who aren't kind of you know, into the into these ingredients yet. But I also went and got a bag last night. When I first started using it, I would get it at Vita Health. You can get it at Superstore too when there's like a Bob's Red Mill brand, but it's really expensive and there's no reason to uh, pay more for your product. So so that that's a couple of my ingredients there. And now, give me one second, I'm just gonna drain this. And then we are using smoked paprika and onion powder and I think that's it. So one second. So here's my... Um, finished product with my, uh, in my tofu press, I can put it down to get it open. So the tofu press, you can see it's got that spring. So when you put it in, it just kind of keeps constant pressure on it. And it doesn't take long to uh, squeeze the, the water out of it. And um, like I said, it's helpful when you're making things like, um, like a tofu bacon or you're cutting into cubes and you want it to have that more of a meat like texture. Um, then, then that's really helpful for the tofu. You can see that it's it's got a good strong texture now. Looks really good. I'm just going to put that into the blender, and then the next ingredient, all I need is the smoked paprika and my onion powder and garlic powder. Also, if you uh, don't have garlic cloves, you can always use garlic powder if you don't have them on hand. So the smoked paprika, all I need is half a teaspoon with the smoked paprika. So we'll just put that in. There we go and two teaspoons of the onion powder is all we need and then we're good to go so like that is kind of it like really this recipe is fast it's easy um it's impressive i think at a at, at you know when you go when you're going to these kind of things like potlucks and backyard barbecues like i said that you can just say they're jalapeno poppers you don't have to say that they're vegan or plant-based or anything just put them out on the table and people will eat them and, and they're delicious. So I think that that's a good thing about this recipe. What I think is important when you're trying to stay on track is to have some things that are fun to eat uh, in your repertoire. So when 
when, you know, we're heading out of summer and then we'll be, you know, it won't be long before Thanksgiving and those kinds of things come around and Christmas. And if we are having parties and seeing other people, this is a great thing to bring along and, and, uh, and impress everyone and also have something that you can eat so that you don't get off track because that's what happens when you go to these kinds of things. And if there's nothing for you to eat, you might kind of slip and start eating some things that you don't want to eat. And then it, it kind of it t- sometimes can trigger you to eat more of that stuff later on in the week. And even for us on the weekend, sometimes I'll make these on a Friday night just for because we feel like we want to watch a movie and we want something fun to eat. So I think it's a great recipe. I'm ready for the blender. Maya, do you want to take over for a minute and mute me? Sure. Isn't she doing a great job? I love you're just like a natural at doing these demos. Feel free to blend and I will pop my poppers into the toaster when you do yours as well. She's been giving a lot of great tips. I wanted to share where or what products I used. Um, so she mentioned that her apple cider vinegar has the mother in it. Well, many of you probably have know about Bragg, Bragg's. I've been using this product for so many years and just the basic garlic. So Michelle was talking about her, her products. I'll tell you where I find some of mine. And then here's the panko that I use. And I do put them in different containers for storage. This is the miso that I use, and I pick it up anywhere almost. I think Sprouts, Whole Foods has it. And I also sometimes use the red one. So she said that uh, you can use different ones as well. And here's the spice that I'm using in terms of paprika. Okay, so here's my panko, and I'm just going to top these. And I don't know if you kind of push them down. I should probably watch to see how Michelle does it. But uh, yeah. I just kind of fill, I mean, push them, push them down a little bit to make push them down. Right? Get, so, yeah, a little bit. And so one of the things that I love about this way of eating uh, now that we, we focus on being oil free is that you really don't need oil to even roast vegetables. So like this will brown nicely at the bottom and you see that the pan doesn't have any oil. Uh, Michelle is using a mat, well, a silicone mat yep. on hers, but uh, that also prevents, I guess, burning as well, Michelle. I guess, I don't know, I find that the silicone, I either use the silicone mat or I use parchment paper. For me, it's mostly to keep the pan clean. Yeah. And then it's just easier, easier to wash the mat than it is to, uh, you know, you know how the, like the pan can get that burn on it and it's difficult to get them clean. So I, I, that's what I mostly use it for. Parchment paper is good. I wanted to say about the breadcrumbs. So what I also did was I made my own. So um, I just toasted bread. My favorite bread is, um, and this is what I would use for the sandwiches too. So this is my favorite bread that I buy all the time. I keep it in the freezer. It's kind of pricey, but I'm, I, it's my favorite. I like avocado toast on it. I like sandwiches with it. It's got lots of seeds. It's lots of high fiber. And yes. I already, I just toasted uh, two pieces of bread and put it in the food processor and blended it till I got um, the breadcrumb mixture. So I'm going to use homemade breadcrumbs instead of using the panko but you can use the panko especially if you're feeding them to people at a potluck they might enjoy it it's got a little more crunch uh you know these these this is obviously got you know not as crunchy so it whatever you whatever you want and it's such a small amount it's just a garnish so um not a big deal when i first started out one of the things that really helped me was having a list and a repertoire of comfort foods so i learned how to make a a sweet potato chocolate cake that I really enjoyed. So when I had those sweet cravings that I just couldn't get past, I could make something and I didn't go completely off the diet. I just made a cake at home with whole food ingredients. Um, And then, you know, 
the the jalapeno poppers, like a good mac and cheese recipe, like that. All these these comfort foods, the things that we're used to eating, um, can when especially when you're starting out, that can really help because if you're if you if you're just kind of doing rice and beans and salads and and things like that, it's great. You'll get great results, um, but you um, you may find it restrictive or you you and then and then you might go off the diet. So that's why I wanted to show these jalapeno poppers off today because it's a good thing. Um, to have in your repertoire to keep you on track and especially when we get into holiday gatherings and um, things like that. For individuals who might not know about your group so here we are I just added your Facebook group is forward slash plant-based WPG. Nice yeah so <laughs> yeah this is fun I went ahead and popped my poppers into my toaster oven because when I tested this recipe out yesterday I realized that mine need a little more time I don't know if it's the size of the pepper again I don't know if it's actually because of uh, the toaster oven but yesterday I ran them for 15 minutes so let's see how how long um, how they do right now and so I always find Michelle that with recipes I always end up tweaking the recipe, but it's always to your liking, however you like something. If you like more garlic, um, like Michelle said, I too love garlic. Um, I actually would not change anything of this recipe. I really enjoyed it. And like you mentioned, we could use this as a spread for sandwiches. Yes, it's great spread so, for sandwiches. Yep. So the nutritional yeast, I'm a big fan of the chickpeas. So I wouldn't change anything. I, I love this. Now, before I went plant-based, I really wasn't a big fan of the poppers. Not that I wasn't a fan. I just did, did not eat them regularly. Like the cheese-filled ones, you mean? Yeah, in general, any kind of jalapeno popper. But anyway, what do you pair them with? It, or is it just an appetizer before a dinner? I, I feel like you said it's kind of a summery kind of uh, recipe. Yeah, I feel like, to me, it feels like it feels like an appetizer or um, it's that kind of food that you eat like when there's a football game on and you want to make some those kinds of things, you know, like instead of, you know, cauliflower, buffalo wings and jalapeno poppers, I would I would pair it with all that kind of stuff. To me, it's it's potlucky. It's it's like a it's like a treat. It's like something that, you know, you would, previously you're eating the chips and the chicken wings and those kinds of things. So to me, that's what that's what I use this stuff for is like. This is my recipe for like a fun event um, and something kind of like more party food. Show us your peppers. I see that you're holding them up. Yes. Beautiful. I, I don't, love it. I didn't care about the mess so much. So you were talking about, you're right. Like if you had done, <laughs> if you had done the crumbs on a separate plate and then added them to your pan, then you wouldn't have the extra crumbs around. And they might get a little uh, crispy on the pan, but uh, they don't really burn. Um, so I'm not really worried about it. And I just kind of shook the paprika all over it too. So it's it's fine. I'm a little more messy. It's okay. Yeah, that's okay. And I've also encouraged people to go to the Plant Peer Communities website and take note of all the communities around the world. And if you're traveling yes. and you happen to be down in Dallas, then you might want to message Maya and she might have some recommendations for you. Uh, right. You know, maybe they have a meetup at the time. I'm probably not now, but you know, in the future, if they, for sure, us pod leaders should visit each other. 
I think so too. I think that's a great idea. Um, and I'm, I just uh, took my puppers out and I'm nice. just, you know, sharing with you guys. I might do a little post today uh, on Instagram talking about how we did this together. Uh, Allison made another comment. She said, Michelle, do you have any suggestions for changing up the pupper filling for a variety? Yeah, I think you could flavor it differently. Like I said earlier, I don't know if you caught me. Um, you don't have to use chickpeas. You could use uh, any kind of a white bean, I would think. But if you wanted to um, give it some different flavor, like I said, um, the, the leftover mixture, I add uh, dill to it and I, and I make that with sandwiches. So really different spices, depending on what your, you know, what your flavor, what kind of things you're into. In this house, like I mentioned that we go to Jamaica, my husband loves jerk seasoning. So, you know, I could probably do cheesy jerk poppers or something for him and he'd really be into that. So I think you could... I think you could mix up the spice. If I wanted to do something like crumbles, but not really meat, uh, maybe like lentils or yeah, what? or cauliflower or walnuts. Like walnut, you can do a um, walnut mixture, like wal- yeah. cr- crumble up walnuts and cauliflower together. That makes a really yes. good beef kind of filling. And you can add like you know a beef mixture to it if you wanted to get that flavor and have it really savory. That could totally right. work. So uh, I don't want to turn this around, but you can see that it's nicely roasted on the other side of the skin, cooked. And I like that. Um, And so I'm going to take a bite. Oh, I love your plate. I know. (laughs) This is one of my mom's plates. She likes uh, different kind of meat plates. So this is one I got for her. But this looks they look kind of cool on here. So it's my finished result. I'm going to take a bite as well. I think they'll, they'll be very good. They're a little hot. Very good. Oh, you're using a fork. I just used my hands. Very informal. Oh, my. Spicy. Yeah. Well, it depends on the jalapeno, right? Because they can be mild and they can be spicier, depending on how they're grown, the the soil that they're in, how how long they've been on the plant. Um, Like, conditions can make the plant, it it vary in spiciness. Like I said, when I, I did them for a potluck, not thinking that anyone would think find them hot, but people did. Is there anything else we want to share before we say goodbye? I want to plug your podcast. Oh, okay. <laughs> Anyone who's on here from Winnipeg and you aren't familiar with Maya's podcast, it's excellent. And she, you know, her husband, Dr. Rizwan, has, you know, he has lectures on there that are very interesting. He's a whole food plant-based doctor. But um, Maya is an excellent interviewer and has some really interesting guests on there. So please go to her um, plant-based DFW channel on YouTube and subscribe. I'm going to share your interview soon coming up, um, the conversation that we had. And we did a video as well where you include photographs of the group and other activities that you've done. So I'm looking forward to sharing. It's part of the whole series of interviewing the PAC members. Thank you so much, everyone, for watching. Michelle, you are awesome. Well, friends, I hope that you enjoyed this episode. What do you think about this new approach of providing recipes via the audio podcast? Go to podinbox.com forward slash plant-based DFW. Tell us what you think about Michelle and her recipe. Let us know what you think. You can make suggestions about other recipes that we can make and also what are some things that we can improve on in terms of providing recipes by audio. And again, if you leave a comment, you have the opportunity to be featured in a future podcast. Have a good one. Thanks for listening.